Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. Hello guys, welcome to another podcast, Grace in the Marketplace podcast, and today uh, we're continuing from where we left off, uh, we were talking about negotiations in our previous podcast, and we're going to be, what are we talking about on well, this podcast, today, Ashley? I'm today, thanks for having me on there again, Tafar, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here, and we're in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for right? saying yes, yeah, we're in Denver, Colorado. You, you came out eight and a half thousand miles to do this podcast. And so you say it the right way, not Colorado. Colorado, Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. We speak the Queen's English here. Come on. We speak the Queen's English. <laughs> Today, I, I want to talk about one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 22 says it's the blessing of the Lord that makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. And I don't know about in South Africa. Well, I do, because I've been to South Africa several times. Man, four it's times already. It's, I know, right? It's controversial. It's controversial in England, where my home country is. It's controversial in America, where I live now. When you say that statement, people automatically think it's about greed and about right. getting stuff for themselves. Mm. But the thing I want to emphasize is God wants us to have wealth. God wants us rich so that we can be a greater blessing. Wow. And there's just a couple of things I want to touch on. First of all, if you're born again today, if, you, if you're a believer in Jesus today, you are already blessed. Come on. I tell people there's only two types of, of Christians, those who are blessed and believe it, and those who are blessed and don't believe it. Come on, say it again. So That's it's up awesome. to you. Yeah, you either, you, you, you're blessed already today. Everyone listening here is blessed, but they need to believe it. Come on. And there's things we can do to activate the blessing. Mm. So, um, so the blessing the Lord makes one rich, it's, the bl- it's God's blessing on us that will make us rich, that will, ha- that will give us wealth so we can help more people ultimately. Right. I think next show we're going to talk about the purpose of prosperity, which right. is so important. Right. But for now, I want to tell you there's a couple of things we can do. Grace has already provided it. So, th- so the blessings of God has already been provided. You know, 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says, you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yet though he was rich, Yet for yet your sake? For our sakes, for your yeah. sake, for our sake, yeah. for the listener's sake. He became poor and experienced poverty. Right. And I tell people, Jesus was rich when he was on earth. He had money. He had yeah. a treasurer that stole from him. Yeah. He had, uh, you know, the, the likelihood is he had his own house. If we study the scriptures fairly, it looks yep. like he had a house. Yep. Um, he had uh, nice clothes that they fought over when he died. He had a brand new donkey. Oh, know? yeah. All these things. Oh, yeah. And you he looked traveled. after 12 grown men for three and a half years. Come I always on. challenge people that say Jesus wasn't rich right. to look after 12 grown men. How did you Just do that? for lunch. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> or for a weekend. I know. He to, I, I, I take teams travel. You take teams travel. Yeah. It costs money. It they want to eat three times a day. Yeah. Now, so this yeah, is 12 grown men with their families. He looked for after three all and these people. Years. He looked yeah. after these people. So, so actually, he didn't even have his own grave. You know, he had to borrow a tomb. I say, look, that's, that wasn't because he didn't have the money to buy a tomb. Right. He only needed to use the tomb for three days. So if you only need a tomb, a grave for three days, why buy it? I tell people, you might as well rent it. There's no, you, ca- you can't rent a tomb. You might as well borrow a tomb. So right. all these things, these religious ideas we had that Jesus didn't have money. Um, and he fed 5,000 people. You couldn't on. be broke if you're feeding 5,000. No. He showed up at a wedding, yep. I think, yep. uh, at Cana. Yep. And uh, they ran out of wine. And he said, don't worry, I got you. Come on. So know, I don't know how many people can do that today. You know? Come on. <laughs> he, w- he had resources. He <laughs> yeah. had the heavenly resources. And, he was Come on. and, the, and the thing is, is that um, his, his riches, the, you know, the way he was, he was rich on earth. But even if your listeners or viewers don't believe that, 
it doesn't matter. When he went to the cross, he was poor. Yeah. He experienced poverty. Yeah. So um, I, th- I tell people he was definitely rich in heaven. I believe he was rich on earth. But when he went to the cross, we can all agree on this. He yeah. was poor. Yeah, for he a f- reason. For a reason. In fact, they did a whole study on what's, what's poverty. And they said the greatest poverty you can ever experience is being thirsty and naked. Thirsty and naked is the worst poverty you can experience ever. And guess how Jesus died on the cross? He yeah. died oh. thirsty and naked. Mm. So he experienced true poverty, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, so that we can be ri- made rich. And real quickly, two things we can do real quickly. Um, the first thing is Proverbs 13.4. Proverbs 13.4 says the diligent soul makes one rich. The diligent soul. So wow. diligence to follow. Putting your hand to something. Come on. Doing something. Come on. I don't know about you. I used to... Sp- go in my closet and pray for God to make me rich. Right. That doesn't work. Yeah. And expect money to rain. To rain down. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> we have to go and we believe we're already blessed and we go yeah. and put our hands to something. Yeah. And, and thank God for our jobs. Thank God for our business. Put our hands to something. Yeah. Do something. God can multiply what we put our hands to. The bl- he will bless the works of our hands. Yeah. You so bless the work of our hands. Amen. Being yeah. diligent. A hundredfold of nothing is nothing. So be diligent. Diligent in believing that you're already blessed and diligent in your workplace, diligent in your business, diligent when you're serving people and helping people. Be diligent in that. And the second thing is being generous. It's, it's Proverbs 11.15. Proverbs 11.15 says the generous soul will be made rich. Wow. So right there we can see there's two things we could do. And I believe grace has provided the, the blessing. On. But our part by faith is to appropriate it. And the way mm. we appropriate it is by being diligent with the works of our hands and believing this and then also being generous. That's powerful. And the verse before that, we all know it, is there's one who scatters or there's one who gives, Man, yet increases powerful. more. Yeah. There's one who withholds more than his right. Yeah. It leads to poverty. Giving is the way we get rich. And that word scatter is an extravagant word. Mm-hmm. It's loaded. It's mm-hmm. pregnant with expression. You mm-hmm. know, the word scatter uh, uh, speaks of someone who's extravagant in, ge- in their generosity. They're not, you know, you know, I used to go to the village and to my uh, grandfather's farm and would, you know, put seed in the ground. We, we would carefully put seed in the ground, but here scripture is talking about the one who scatters. Like they handfuls are extravagant of in their liberality. Just handfuls of seeds being Man, thrown out. They just throwing, they dig their hand in the bag of seed and they just literally, you know, extravagantly That's uh, a great bless picture. people. And yet the Bible says that man increases. increases. It's sounds a great like picture. A, yeah, it sounds like an oxymoron, right? Well but that's how the kingdom of God works. And most things in the kingdom of God work like that, don't they? Yeah. It's the first shall be last, and the, and the greatest leader will be the greatest servant. And, mm. the, you know, if, if you have an enemy, you love them. If someone wrongs you, you forgive them. These mm. are opposite to the, king, to the world's way of thinking, our natural thinking. But we know it's true, and it works, and it's our faith when we do that will be increased. So when we put our hand to something and thank God for our jobs, thank God for our business, it glorifies God when we put our hands to something. He loves it. He blesses the works of our hands. Even if you're a volunteer somewhere or even if you're a full-time carer for your children, thank God for that. Be diligent about that. Do it as unto the Lord. I think it's Colossians 1.13. Everything we do in word or deed, do it as unto God. So even you might say, well, actually, I only have, a, I have two children at home. Well, you know, we'll be diligent in upbringing them. Come on. You know, uh, actually, I, I volunteer here. We'll be diligent in that. Oh, I'm a full-time yeah. student. Be diligent in being a student. Yeah. But most of us can put our hands to some sort of work as well and do right. some sort of part-time work or some sort of internet business or something. Be diligent in that. Yeah. If you're employed, be diligent. Thank the Lord for your job. Pray for your boss. Even if he's a bad boss, yeah. pray for your boss. Yeah. Say, thank you, Lord, for this boss. Yeah. Thank you for this job. And Come be on. diligent. That's you awesome. watch what that happens. Diligence and generosity will activate the blessings. Man, that's a powerful. And make you rich. That's a powerful equation right there. Uh, diligence and generosity will just activate the blessing. Amen. It will give us access to the blessing. It almost feels like you know, you know, this is what the Bible says. It says, "I have blessed the work of your hands." Yep. Uh, 
you know, I, I don't know whether it's uh, Star Trek. I don't know which one it is, but uh, one of the, uh, you know, animated cartoons, um, whenever they activate their superpowers, something happens to their hands. I don't remember which one it is, but they have to touch something to okay. actually get that force and that power to start working. You know, the hands are activated, they've until got they the power, something. but till they start touching something, uh, um, is that power not, you know, really uh, uh, put to use? That's good. So, you know, God has really put all this power in our hands, and now we have to go around, you know, touching things and, and, and really putting this power to work Amen. that he has put on the inside of us. Activating what God's already given us. Come on. Rather than just waiting for him, I believe God's waiting for us. God's waiting for us to actually move out in faith rather than rather than awesome. us waiting for God, you know. And so I was saying, you know, yesterday at the minister's conference, at the minister's breakfast, yeah. you know, God has blessed us with creativity. Amen. He has blessed us with innovation. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. Amen. He's talking about innovation. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says you will make every crooked path straight. He's mm -hmm. also talking about, you know, innovation. We discovered that uh, the shortest distance between any two points is, uh, is innovation. Amen. You know, yeah. uh, 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 we're sitting here in Denver, you know, Colorado. The shortest distance between Johannesburg and Denver used to be a sheep. Could take a month or two months. Oh probably. Yeah, and an ox drawn, an animal drawn, you know, a uh, cat. Yeah. But now it's just a few hours flying and God even has... Uh, a better means and it's stored up for his children to discover it. so that they can put it to uh, to use. I always tell people God uh, knew about the internet in the Garden of Eden. That's why we use the word discover when we're talking about innovation. It's we good. say discover because it's, yeah, already, it's already been there, you know, and, and, and God knew about the internet in the Garden of Eden. And um, if the internet had been discovered, people make it seem like it would have disrupted the story of redemption. No way. I mean, Jesus would have still come and yep. died on the cross and people using laptops. I mean, it wouldn't have interrupted the story of redemption just because you have microwaves and washing machines. Right. It, it just doesn't, you know. And so I believe God has a grace for us, for innovation as well, and for showing us uh, things to come. So how many things are out there that we haven't discovered oh yet? Oh, my goodness. So we just need to renew our minds amen. and start believing it and start going out and expecting it, and God will just bring it to us amen my prayer for your listeners and viewers today is they'll discover those things they will they will seek the lord and as they seek the lord and put their hands to things and as they give the way that money's coming back to them is by innovation and by promotions Come and on. by new things and, and i pray right now for every one of your listeners to yeah. father i pray that they will they will discover these things the blessing of the lord will be amen. activated in their life and they're going to see new things praise god and they're going to discover what the lord's hidden for them not from them for them Come on. and they're going to see this blessing of the lord make them rich in a quick time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're going to catch you on the next podcast. What are we talking about in the next one? The next podcast, we're going to talk about the purpose of prosperity. The if purpose. you don't understand the purpose of something, it'll either be abused or neglected. Come on. God bless you guys. See you soon. Bye-bye.